Hey, welcome to Youthology Live. Thank you for joining us on another important topic in youth leadership. Now, my stance on this week's topic probably won't be a surprise to many of you. <laughs> Let's talk about campus access and specifically uh, this prayer movement, See You at the Poll. I think that youth leaders who don't go to See You at the Poll are making excuses and not efforts. <laughs> now, now wait, don't turn me off. I completely understand. We are all busy. We all have focuses. We all get sick. We all have jobs. We all have children. We all go out of town, right? We all have priorities. And that's really what it's all about, isn't it? Priorities. Now, I know one person's priorities may not be the priorities of another, but let me make a case for our involvement in the context of teenagers on their campus, and specifically for this prayer movement, this free prayer movement called See You at the Poll. It is the largest teenage prayer meeting, uh, really teenage movement, prayer movement in the history of the world. Seven million teenagers, faculty, staff, uh, leaders, and parents will pray around their school uh, campuses and flagpoles globally. Four million in America, just in America, four million will gather around their school flagpole or on their campus to pray for an awakening in our nation. That's, that's a remarkable movement. I don't believe that as youth leaders, we can ask teenagers to make a commitment to prayer unless we are willing to do the same as their leaders. I mean, think about it this way. How can I look my generation in the face and uh, challenge them to pray for their friends, for their generation, if I am not willing to get up early one morning a year, stand at a uh, school flagpole with people I don't know, right, in the rain, in the snow, uh, in the dark, and pray with teenagers, right? I mean, what really keeps us from that? And then, you know, there's, there are many who go back on a monthly basis and have kept See You at the Pole going on a monthly basis. Listen, that's why I have never missed a See You at the Pole in 32 32 years, okay? Listen, in a nation of freedom, we can, listen, we can gather without oppression and make corporate prayers without fear of being arrested or silenced. So when we have this movement here before us in a free country it, it, with the liberties that we have, this may be the most significant use, listen, use of our freedoms that we, that we have. Because it could be this prayer movement on our campuses could be the foundation. Listen, the foundation of everything that we do. We cannot lose a free prayer meeting in a free society, right? With the oppression that's going on in China, look at the growth of the church. So here are my solutions to a youth leader's excuses of not attending See You at the Poll every year. Now, I'm not talking about monthly or weekly, but I mean every year supporting our kids and pushing this and, and uh, promoting this, okay? 
here's the first excuse. Well, our campus is closed. We have a closed campus. Listen, I get it. Some campuses are tougher to get on because of the leadership, superintendent, a principal, the board, previous issues at the school. Maybe somebody blew it for you before you got there as a youth leader and now the campus is difficult to get on. But there is no such thing as a closed campus. Hear me, only a closed vision and a closed effort. Think about it this way. Why is the campus not closed? Well, first of all, because you are already on every campus because your students are on every campus. Secondly, secondly, because you can go to extracurricular events and activities like ball games and theater and track meets on the weekend. Third, the campus isn't closed because you are paying the taxes to have representation on that campus through your involvement in many other ways, whether that is, you know, extracurricular activities or board meetings or parent meetings or sporting events or band competitions, drama perform, right? Listen, you have the right and it's legal for you to be there as a tax paying citizen, right? Number four, because every campus can be seen from across the street. <laughs> Listen, if you can't get on campus, and that's really that the excuse that you're throwing out there, then at least stand across the street within eyesight, right? And wa help watch your students uh, praying from that standpoint, right? Okay, here's another excuse that we use. This is for the students, it's not for adults. Well, right, I get that. But listen, your students deserve your presence. There is nothing that keeps you from standing at the school flagpole with your students and being with them. You don't have to lead it. We can teach them to lead it. In the case of a campus that will not allow you to walk on and be at the pole, as I said earlier, then stand across the street or get involved in these other extracurricular activities. This kind of withness, even if you're a hundred yards away or right, whatever, that kind of witness is the relationship that your students need to give them the power and the courage and the excitement, right? For them to be a witness because you showed up. Listen, each year that I would go to see you at the poll, I meet a teacher or a coach or a principal and I build a relationship with, with them the rest of the year. I meet other youth leaders there where um, we might go out afterwards and talk about our youth ministries and connect with them you know, for breakfast after see you at the poll or drive over to their church as I have done and talk about how can we reach the city in, in a unified relationship, you know, from one with one church uh, joining another in, in the work, okay? All right, hey, here's another excuse. But I work, I have work. <laughs> you've heard that, maybe you've said that. How about asking your boss for an hour? What would they say if you asked your boss in the morning for an hour? Or maybe if you stayed an hour later that day or came an hour earlier and then took some time off. Listen, what about going to see you at the poll after work and just telling your students, hey, I can't be there, but I'm going to be there after school. Listen, I work too. And I was really sick one year and it rained another year and it snowed multiple times <laughs> at see you at the poll. You guess where I was then, right? I was out of town. Listen, 
my wife was sick. I'll never forget um, talking to Jane the night before See You at the Pole on Tuesday night while she was going through cancer, laying in bed, sick. Listen, I know you might be thinking, man, this is not fair, but let me tell you about that conversation. I remember telling her that I would miss this historic prayer meeting for the first time ever, just six years ago. Listen, I've never missed See You at the Pole in 32 years. I've been there every year because it's a discipline and a priority of mine. But because I needed to take care of her, I remember telling her, listen, I'm not gonna go tomorrow. I need to be here with you. <laughs> you should have seen the look on her face. <laughs> she didn't take kindly to that at all because she knew the kind of commitment that I was making to that. As she was lying in bed the night before on Tuesday night, six years ago, she told me, listen, honey, I'll be fine. I'll see you when you get back. I remember waking up that morning kissing her and I told her that I would be back in an hour and I would rush back and she said, I'll still be here, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> what a commitment, what a support that she made to help me um, make an effort instead of an excuse. All right, here's another one, but I have children, right? I have children, I, I can't leave my children with my spouse, you know, listen, I know you have children and they would love to go to see you at the pole. And so would all of the other students who are there, right? They would love to play with your kids at see you at the pole or hold your kids. Listen, I've done it. When my kids were young and when they were in high school, one of the most fulfilling things to me was to see my kids at see you at the pole with their friends. It was a great way to start the school year. Plus, listen, there was always donuts and juice. <laughs> kids love that. I mean, I know I'm playing a little, but why not make your ministry a family affair, right? Um, listen, here's another reason why I haven't ever missed See You at the Pole. I don't know if you know the background and the story behind See You at the Pole, but 32 years ago, a junior high girl just outside of Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas, got up uh, one morning in the middle of the morning, God had awakened her to go to pray at her school flag pole and she called her friend to do the same. And that morning she got up, it was raining and her friend couldn't go, and, but she was determined to go. And she went in the pouring rain, her mother brought her, she stood there at that first see you at the pole. One junior high girl in Texas with a vision to pray for her school. Even though it was raining that morning in 1990, it didn't discourage her. And now 32 years later, students are still praying for their school still praying for their nation, standing in the rain, in the snow, getting up a little earlier, watching their friends walk by and mock them as they get off the bus. Listen, she started a revolution. Can we keep it going? From the beginning of the movement, that following year after she started that movement, there were, there were over 18,000 students who went into the Dallas Reunion Arena. The first See You at the Pole became public. Well, really, that was the second. That's the first one I went to, right? None of us were at the first one. How can we look at a generation and say, we're with you and we're praying for an awakening if we can't take one morning out of the year or maybe eight mornings out of the year every month and show up at the junior high, the high school, and the college campus and pray for an awakening? I have seen young adults, parents, policemen, politicians, 
um, teachers, coaches, principals, praying at school flagpoles. We even did an airplane flyover over several schools in the region and announced See You at the Pole live on the air. Listen, don't let excuses, don't let excuses or fear keep you from this. Don't forget this worldwide prayer meeting that saw seven million students globally praying around their flagpoles last year. And I'm sure the numbers are gonna be similar again this year. Four million in US. Listen, finally, let me challenge you. There are always excuses, but our effort and our priority will remove most excuses. Effort removes excuses. Make it a priority. Make prayer a priority. I believe it is the simplest and cheapest way to grow youth ministry. Prayer. We don't have to go to board, go to a board uh, member or have a board meeting or put together a, you know, a, a proposal for the lead pastor to ask for the resources or the funds or the permission to pray. <laughs> no, no. I believe that we have to make a commitment as youth leaders to show our students how serious we are. If I don't teach my students how to pray, I've failed them. I've failed them as a youth pastor. May we never, never lose the privilege that we have in America and the blessing of free prayer, right? A free prayer. Listen, thank you for staying with me. Uh, I know you might, you know, you might have a different look on this, but I believe that as a generation who seeks after God, we are going to be held accountable in a country where there is liberty if we do not take advantage of free prayer. We are going to raise a generation who seeks after God. You know the Psalm, who may ascend to the hill of the Lord? He who has clean hands and a pure heart who has not lifted up his soul to an idol or sworn with deceit to say something and not do it, that person will receive a blessing from the Lord. And this is the generation who seeks after him. No excuses, no excuses. I love that, Psalm 24, one through six. So again, thank you for joining us. I hope this is a challenge to you as we make prayer and campus visitation uh, um, a, a monthly, man, make this a monthly challenge and a monthly inspiration to all of your students. Go back to see you at the poll in October and then in September, right? Hello, all right, listen, check out all of our resources on the link tree in our socials. Thanks again for joining us at Youthology Live. God bless you, have a great week.